Unstoppable Success Radio, Episode 14. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio, helping entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners around the world skyrocket their sales and multiply their profits. Now, here's your host, Kelly Roach. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am super excited to be with Bob Berg on the show today. Welcome, Bob. Thank you, Kelly. Great to be with you. So excited to have you here. So if you don't already know the legendary Bob Berg, he regularly addresses crowds of 50 up through 16,000. He's an international and Wall Street Journal bestseller with his books being translated into over 21 languages. Bob is the co-author of The Go-Giver, a concept that started as a book but quickly shifted into a global movement. And it turned out to be his fourth book to sell over 250,000 copies. Now, the powerful message behind this book is that shifting our focus from getting to giving is the simplest, most powerful, fulfilling, and effective path to success in business and in life. Welcome, Bob. So excited to have you here. Wow, what a nice introduction. Thank you, Kelly. It was really tough. I, I have to say that you have so much going on and you have contributed to so many lives in so many ways that it, it was it was tough to narrow it down. But, um, you know, so, Bob, I, I really do want to talk about this message. And, um, you know, I think when you wrote the book, obviously, this was a powerful message and it snowballed and it, and it catapulted into this huge global thing, because I think it's a message that we don't hear enough. I think it's a message that, you know, is is so relevant if you're seeking a higher level of success. But I have to think that it's even more relevant today as we sit here. It's the end of 2015. Um, I have to think it's even more relevant now than it was then, given, you know, the internet marketing world that we live in, the instant gratification world that we live in. Tell me a little bit about what you're seeing and feeling as far as the shifts globally right now. Well, we we have seen a shift. And I think one reason is, uh, and John David Mann, my awesome co-author, who is really the the lead writer and storyteller, because the the book itself is a business parable, and and he has said what what he said that I really like is, it's a message that people wanted to believe worked, and it does, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it's not because John and I made any of this up. Uh, these are time tested. You know, we we may have given names to the different laws and so forth and put it in story form, but these are our principles that successful people have used since time immemorial. Yeah. Uh, so there's really nothing new under the sun. It's it's different ways of maybe expressing the message, but I think that's really what it is. People want to know that they can do the right thing and that the right thing is not self-sacrificial. Doing right. the right thing, you know, focusing on others is what actually works in business and in life. But, you know, here we're talking about the the business context. Yeah, no, that that's amazing. So, Bob, dig in a little bit for me. You know, I think one of the most important things that entrepreneurs and small business owners need to hear is that, you know, focusing on giving and focusing on serving, even in the beginning stages or especially in the beginning stages, is critical in terms of building the type of company and organization that you want to lead. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, the importance of building that into the to the foundation of who you are? and what your business is all about. Sure. Well, you know, when we talk about 
uh, giving, right? Well, in the, in this context, because what we say, and you, you mentioned this earlier, shifting one's focus, and that's really the key, shifting one's focus from getting to giving, and that doing so is not only a, a nice way to live life, but a very financially profitable way as well. Well, why is that? When we say giving, we're simply talking in this context about constantly and consistently providing value to others. Mm -hmm. And in the real world, and especially in, a, in, in the, the basically free market economy in, with, in which we live, which, which basically means no one is forced to do business with you. That's what a free yes. market is, okay? Yes. And that the only way they're going to, they're, you know, they're not going to buy from you because you need the money. They're not going to buy from you because, you know, you want your business to be successful. Right. They're not even going to buy from you because you think you have the best product in the mm -hmm. world and that they should do it. Mm -hmm. They're only going to do business with you. They're only going to buy from you because they feel it's in their best interest to do so. And, and by the way, that is the only reason they should buy from you. Right. Okay. Now, what this does is it says to the entrepreneur, hey, if, if I want to uh, to have the sale happen, I've got to, to forget about what's in it for me. Mm -hmm. I've got to focus on this person. I've got to make my win all about their win. And, and this is why we say that money is simply an echo of value. Yes. Uh, it's the, the thunder, if you will, to values lightning, which means nothing more than that the value you provide must come first. That must be your focus. The value comes first, and the money you receive is simply a very natural and direct result of the value you've provided. Beautiful. Yes. Couldn't agree more. Um, tell me a little bit, Bob, you know, obviously you can provide value in so many different ways and different businesses do this in different ways. But I would think someone like yourself with with all the teaching and speaking and training that you're doing, you know, that, that you probably um, give people, a, you know, a, a starter or a first few tips as far as, you know, what are three to five ways that people can think about giving on a daily basis in their business um, that, like you said, are, are all tied back to that adding value focus? Well, you know, the, the big thing is, I, I think, and that's such a great question, Kelly, and I, I believe it's understanding that we live in a world today in which um, most products, you know, technology has leveled off the playing field. Yes. So most, most products and services work and they, mm -hmm. and they work, they work pretty much the same. And mm -hmm. so, um, it, and, and so if you cannot distinguish yourself in the marketplace, if you cannot uh, communicate why doing business with you is going to be of higher value, you know, is going to is going to provide more value than them, to them than someone else selling that same product or service, it's always going to come down to who has the lowest price. Right. And yeah, yeah and unless your <clears throat> excuse me, unless your last name is Walmart, trying to make low price your unique value proposition is not a good idea. Yes. Uh, when you sell on low price, when you sell on price, you're a commodity. When you sell on value, you're a resource. So the key is to give value, communicate value in such a way that they see you as being different. Now, there are probably hundreds of ways to add value to a relationship. Uh, to a transaction, to a, what have you. But they tend to come down to five what we call elements of value. And they are excellence, consistency, attention, empathy, 
and appreciation. And to the degree that you communicate those in all your interactions with others, that's the degree that you not only separate yourself and you distinguish yourself, um, but you really take price totally out of the game. And we do this as we build the relationship and we do this throughout the relationship. That's excellent. And I talk probably on almost every single episode of Unstoppable Success Radio about the importance of not competing on price and the importance of, you know, knowing your value, knowing your worth and and building your business in, in the competitive landscape based around value. So I love that you even brought this message back to that. And, you know, I, I think it's key for business owners, entrepreneurs, and even, you know, if you're a, a sales rep or a CEO that's trying to grow your organization to really make sure that all of the people that are ambassadors for your firm are sharing a message that is focused on the bottom line result that you deliver versus the bells and whistles of all the um, aspects of your product or your service that you that you love, you know, and I think just just turning it around exactly like you said, and really focusing on what's in it for them and communicating that in every touch point, right? Well, that's that's the key. When you think about it, selling it can, by definition is simply discovering what the other person wants, needs or desires and helping them to get yeah. it. That's what selling is. Now, as a as a business growth strategist, that's exactly what you do. When you coach your your students and your clients, you're helping them to do a, a couple things. In one sense, it's communicating the value in the in the way that the prospective customer or client sees it as being a value because remember value which i define as simply the relative worth or desirability of a thing of something mm-hmm. to the end user or beholder value is always in the eyes of the beholder it's mm-hmm. not what we think is a value or what we think they should think is a value it's what they believe is a value now on the other end of the spectrum We've got to, and this is where having a, a coach such as yourself really comes into play and is, is so valuable. We've got to know, we've got to be able to, to define that value in, a, in such a way that that person understands it. And often we're too close to the situation to, to, to be able to do that. Um, we also have to understand that we as the individual has to be that additional value. And in mm-hmm. order to do that, we've got to understand what we really bring to the table. I believe that as, as human beings, we have two types of what I would call authentic value. One is what I call intrinsic value. That's simply the value we have just by being here. Uh, you know, as, as a human being, we bring value to the table. But we also have what I call market value. And I would define market value, Kelly, as simply that combination of strengths, traits, talents, characteristics that allow you to bring value to the marketplace, to those individuals you serve in such a way that you will be uh, rewarded for this financially, meaning that you've got to connect the value you have and that you bring with the value they want, need, and desire. And sometimes to do it, you know, by ourselves is kind of difficult because we're so close to the situation. And that's why having a coach is so very valuable. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. So you really, you you make a connection in a lot of your work, Bob, obviously, between um, this go-giver mentality and and achieving endless referrals. I think um, getting more referrals is, is something that every business owner, entrepreneur, and CEO would raise their hand and say, yes, please. You know, of course, we would love <laughs> to get more high-quality referrals in our business. Can you give us a quick snapshot of what you believe and teach are the absolute must that have to be presented in your value that you're delivering to your customer to to tap into the opportunity for endless referrals? Sure. Well, in law number two of the go-giver, it, we talk about the law of compensation, which simply says your income is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve mm-hmm. them. So it's it's not just a matter of providing great value. Of course, that's the, the the foundational principle. It's also a matter of impacting a great number of lives with that value. And there's there's no greater way to do this than building a, a network of endless referral business. Referrals are great for a number of reasons. Referred prospects are easier to set the yes. appointment with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can sell on on value rather than than price. You, mm-hmm. It's easier to complete the transaction. And typically referred prospects are already of the mindset that that's how you do business since that's how they met you. So in their world, you know, that's simply what you do. And and the the way to to develop a referral business is to right from the beginning when you first meet that person is to communicate that your interest is in helping them, that your interest is in making the win about them. Now, it might be when you first meet someone at a social event or a business event and you're just meeting that person, it's a matter of of asking them what they do and they'll tell you. And when they ask what you do, rather than going into your elevator speech and all that, is just say what you do and then go right back to asking them questions about themselves and their business, but not, not, um, questions that are intrusive or invasive, right. uh, but but what I call feel-good questions, simply questions that make them feel good about themselves, about the situation, and about you. It's as simple as asking a person, how did you get started in the so-and-so business? You know, how did you get your start? People love answering that question because it shows you genuinely care uh, about them, that you're putting the focus on them. What do you enjoy most about what you do? Again, you're giving them something they can feel good about. And then a question I, I love to ask, I call this the one key question that will separate you from the rest, is to simply ask, you know, Dave or, or Mary, I always love connecting good people with other good people. How can I know if someone I'm speaking with is a good prospect for you? Mm. Or if, the, if they're not in sales, it could be, you know, how can I know if someone I'm speaking with is someone you'd like to meet or who would be a good connection? So those are things we can do to right off the bat start communicating that we bring a, a different type of value to the table. Now, when we have a, a customer or a client who's a very happy customer, what we want to be able to do is uh, is ask for referrals. Uh, and there's you know, it's such a wonderful thing to do that so many people don't do because of fear, uh, you know, fear of being rejected, fear of appearing needy, fear of, you know, uh, and, and hey, you know, we don't want to appear needy, but if we do it the correct way, we're not going to appear that way. Instead, we're right. going to appear confident as though we understand that we're bringing such great value um, through our product or service uh, that really we're giving them the opportunity to help people they care about. So if I was to uh, 
begin to ask a person who's a customer for referrals, I would start with what I call the referral bridge. And this simply, you know, what does a bridge do? In, in, in the bricks and mortar world, it simply helps transport you from one safe piece of land to another. Well, that's what the uh, referral bridge or the bridge phrase does. Uh, it helps move you from that, that already solid no like and trust relationship to where you can ask for referrals in such a way that this person feels very comfortable and you feel comfortable as well. So the, mm -hmm. the bridge statement I typically use is simply is something like, uh, uh, Mary, I'm in the process of expanding my referral business and I find it's helpful to partner with my clients such as you. Can we take a few quick minutes and run past the names of some other people I might also be able to help? Now, the re let, let's go back and just even explore this, this phrase and see why it works. When we say, uh, Mary, I'm in the process of expanding my referral business, we're saying it with posture. Mm -hmm. uh, we're saying it with confidence, not in a needy way. Okay, that's the worst thing you can do to, because then it's about you. It's not about helping them right. or their, their friends. So I'm in the process of expanding my referral business and I find it's helpful to partner with my customers or clients such as you. Partner's a strong word because you're giving them a, a, a piece of your success. You're making them a part of it, okay? A partner with my friends and customers such as you. Can we take a few quick, now this is what I call fast language. Listen to these kind of fast words. We don't say them quickly, but but they, they indicate that you're not gonna take up a lot of their time. Can we take a few quick minutes yes. and run past, right? The names of some, and then I say other people, I might be able to help, or I might also be able to help. Now, why do I say might instead of definitely? It's because we're letting this person know, we're communicating to them that we understand that not everyone they refer us to is necessarily going to be interested and that that's okay. We're implying through that very statement that, hey, you know, if we can help them, great. If not, that's okay as well. They're always going to have an out or a back door. Okay, so who I might also be able to help. And so, again, the bridge phrase would be, uh, Mary, I'm in the process of expanding my referral business, and I find it's helpful to partner with my clients such as you. Can we take a few quick minutes and run past the names of some other people I might also be able to help? Now, when they say uh, yes, then what you want to do is utilize uh, something that I learned about 35 years ago from Tom Hopkins, the great sales trainer who wrote the classic, How to Master the Art of Selling. And he said, most people, and of course I used to do this too before I learned differently, most people when they, when they ask for referrals, they'll say something like, do you know anyone who, or who do you know who, and what happens is because as human beings, we all tend to know about 250 people naturally. When someone asks, you know, who do you know or do you know anyone who, um, a collage of nameless, yes. faceless people, right? That's exactly Go, what I was just thinking when you said that. Yes. Yeah. And what they'll end up saying is, well, I can't think of anybody right now. Yes. But when I do, I'll call you or let you yep. know, which of course very rarely happens. Right. So we take Tom's advice and we help them funnel down their world into small groups of people they can easily see. What we're going to do is we're going to help them create victory rather than set them up for failure. 
And so let's say we're talking with uh, Dave, okay, who's our client, and, and we know that Dave is a golfer. And we might say, uh, Dave, I know you play a lot of golf. Goes, oh, yeah, every Sunday afternoon. Well, do you play with different people or the same people? It's, no, same people. We've been playing as a foursome for years. Uh, Harry Brown, Michael Cloud, Dr. Mary Ruart, the four of us golfing buddies for years. Well, boom, he's just now pictured. He's, he's named three people. And so now you can say, hmm, do you feel that uh, Harry would be open or that Michael or Dr. Mary, however you would say it based on your product or service. So now it can either be yes or no, or some of them, all of them, none of them, whatever. Now go to another frame. He's a member of his Rotary Club. He's been a member for 25 years, never missed a meeting. You wouldn't say, is there anyone in Rotary? Because that's, again, it could be too big a group, but you might say, is there anyone within your, your Rotary who you sit next to every time or mm -hmm. with whom you're particularly good friends or serve on a committee with? And you take them through a few of these uh, frames and what happens is you're helping them to be able to picture people. And as soon as they come up with one or two yeses, one or two good referrals, now it begins to open the floodgates because they feel more comfortable with it. Names will remind them of other names. And again, depending upon your product or service, you can go through a whole lot of other frames with this person uh, in order to be able to um, help them come up with really high quality names. So that's a kind of a thumbnail that was, yeah, I mean, that was incredibly powerful. Thank you so much for really walking through that in detail. I mean, literally people can record this and I hope that they will write down that phrase and, and begin having conversations with their, with their, you know, clients around this concept. So thank you so much for breaking it down that way, Bob. I think that was simple, powerful, effective. It's exactly what people need. Um, so thank you for that. I, I would like to um, circle back. You know, one of the things that I teach a lot is, is about mindset before mechanics and the importance of getting your head and your heart in the right place before you attempt to execute and, and, and you know, generate the results in any area of business or in life. And I would love if you would break down for us the mindset, the go-giver mindset set and maybe some shifts that people need to make that are going to help them tap into a higher level of abundance just in their life, their business overall to, to really get on board with the, the go-giver way. Sure. Well, the biggest thing, and when we go into companies and speak on this, we, we begin with what we call a go-giver culture. Mm. And, and again, what that simply means is, is that it goes back to that shift in focus. You're always looking for ways to make the other person's life better. Now, let, let's discuss that for a second because I think it's so important. It can also be misconstrued. Law number three um, in The Go-Giver is the law of influence. And the law of influence says your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. Mm -hmm. Now, think about that, though. It sounds a little... You know, you and I get it naturally, right. okay? And, and many others, many of your listeners do as well. But I'll bet there are, are people who will say, placing the other, I mean, that sounds nice and all, but uh, I mean, aren't you gonna get burned doing that, aren't you? Well, so let's, let's look at this. First of all, let's understand that when it comes to, to placing other people's interests first, the greatest leaders, the top influencers, and the, the most highly profitable salesperson, this is simply what they do. This right. is how they run their lives and yeah. conduct their businesses. You know that. They're the always looking. things build around it, right? Ex exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Now, 
the, the part that's so necessary, I think, to qualify is that when we say place the other person's interests first, we certainly don't mean you should ever be anyone's doormat right. or a martyr or self-sacrificial in any way, shape, or form. Absolutely not at all. It's simply that as, as several of the mentors in the story told Joe, the golden rule of business, and I think this is so key to understand, the golden rule of business is that all things being equal, people will do business with and refer business to those people they know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. And there's no faster, more powerful, or more effective way to elicit those feelings toward you from others than by really stepping outside yourself, moving from an I focus or a me focus to an other focus. Yeah. And doing as, you know, Sam, one of the mentors said, making your win about the other person's win. Can I share a, a short story with you that oh I gosh, think that illustrates this? Yes, it, well, please. 30, about 33 years ago, I, you know, I, I had just started to really kind of get my legs going in sales. And I was, uh, you know, I read Tom's book 35 years ago, started studying Zig Ziglar and Tom Hopkins and all these great, my sales were going well. I was about two years into it and I was doing pretty well, but but not where I could have been. And there was, I came back from an appointment back to the company headquarters and uh, I, I was kind of disgusted. The, the sale didn't take place. I thought it really should have. We could have really helped that person. And one of the people there, I call him a, a drive-by mentor because I really mm. didn't know this person. Okay. And I don't think I ever saw him again, but he was a, you know, a, a bigwig with the company who happened to be there and he was walking past me. And I think he saw me as sort of like Joe in the story, who uh, a guy who had potential but needed an attitude shift. And he said to me, Berg, if you want to make a lot of money in business, if you want to make a lot of money in sales, he said, don't have making money as the target. The target is serving others. Mm. Now, when you hit the target, he said, you'll get a reward and that reward will be money. And you can do with that money whatever you want, but never forget the money is simply the reward for hitting the target. It's not the target itself. The target is serving others. Wow. Exactly. And wow. once, once I got that, all of a sudden things changed. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, most people listening have maybe heard something in a roundabout way that maybe scrapes the surface or touches on that, but I have never heard it put so powerfully and with such clarity. And, and that, that's a big shift. That is yeah. a big shift. It is. And, and we've had so much great feedback from people who have just talked about that shift making all the difference. It's a subtle shift. It's a slight shift. But it's 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 there. Uh, and then, you know, we've got to know law number five says is the law of receptivity, which mm. says the key to effective giving is to stay open to receiving. And now we talk about, you know, money mindset. Right. And I know you work with your clients with with that because you can do everything right. But if you have issues with money in terms of, you know, the uh, listening to the messages of the world that says yes. money is bad and and people who who make fortunes did it on the backs of others or by you know hey there's bad people out there and especially uh, when you know when when there's a uh, cronyism politically where people buy you know right. favors from government okay that's a different thing but with most of us the and but most people 99% of the people in this world who've made a fortune 
have done it without any special favors or special interests from from government, and and, and it, it's a it's a bad thing that 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 even that that does happen. But pretty much everyone, the the way they make their fortune is by providing value to others. Why? Because again, in a, a free marketplace where no one's forced to buy from you, it's the only way you can you can uh, prosper. Yeah. By providing value to others, it's the only way, and um, and so what we've got to understand is it's important that we realize that the messages we receive, whether it's from a combination of upbringing, environment, schooling, news media, television, popular culture, cultural mores, that talks about this, you know, the the if you're rich, then you must be unhappy, or if you're oh my gosh, that is absolutely ludicrous. Right. And we need to do everything we can and study prosperity and make sure we understand that uh, so long as your focus is on the giving of value to others, you have earned the right, not the entitlement, but the right to receive. And when you accept that, all of a sudden you are living in prosperity. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I love that you brought up that that mindset. And I just want to add one one thing to that for our listeners. I just did a, a new training for my own clients on money mindset and, and uh. the power of tapping into the abundance that is available to all of us. And, you know, I, I think it's so important. And I try to reiterate this over and over again, that, you know, personal growth, personal development, money mindset, it's not a one and done type thing. It's a lifetime journey. Because I think everything that you just said there, Bob, I mean, you're hearing those messages and seeing those messages in the world around you all day, every day. So if you're not intentionally choosing to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to turn the news off and I'm going to put on a motivational audio or I'm going to listen to a podcast of someone that inspires me or I'm going to pick up a book tonight, you know, instead of watching the trash TV. You know, it's those little decisions every single day that even get your brain working the right way to put you in a position to be thinking thinking this way and, and to tap into all of these concepts that you're sharing here? Well, my strong feeling is that everyone needs to get your program on prosperity mindset because <laughs> it is absolute without it and nothing else is going to happen. Yeah. You, you've got to be able to, um, you've got to be able to take joy in the value that you're providing and understanding that again, as we said earlier, money is simply an echo of value. Yeah. I, I love that. Wow. So many key things that you have shared here tonight, Bob. I, I can't thank you enough. Um, I, I As we're wrapping up here, I mean, you have had an unbelievably progressive and successful career. You're, you're a leading author known around the world for the contributions that you've made to people on so many different levels. And you found a way to not only be successful, but also to create a life of significance and, and really offer so much wisdom to people that, that impacts their lives in, in countless ways. Um, I want to thank you for being here. And I would love for you to share, you know, what are you most excited about that you're working on right now? Now, and what resource would you want to direct people to so that they can learn more about you, maybe buy some of your materials, your books, whatever the case? Uh, well, everyone's welcome to come to Berg, B-U-R-G dot com. And if they'd like to pick up the, uh, the Go-Giver, they can certainly do that. They can subscribe to the Influence and Success Insights and get chapter one of the book. 
and see if they like it, then they can always click through. Uh, the biggest project we're working on is my business partner, Kathy Tajanel, and I have uh, for the last few years been building a program that we call the Certified Go-Giver Speaker Program. And we're teaching people, you know, many of these people already successful entrepreneurs who've wanted to now expand their business or, or uh, do something different. They want to become speakers and they want to have a platform to be able to do this. So, uh, what, so they basically get the rights to teach all of my materials that I've been really working for 30 years, close to 30 years on developing. Uh, starting with the go-giver. So if anyone's interested in that, they can also find that information at berg.com as well. Wow. So that's what we're enjoying probably more than anything right now. That's exciting. What a powerful way to keep the message going and keep perpetuating the good that all of the concepts that you teach and and the books that you've written have been able to do. That is, that's outstanding. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And I love the work you're doing, Kelly. Uh, keep up the great work and keep touching the lives of of everyone with this exceptional value you're providing. Thank you so much. Well, Bob, you've been an unbelievable guest. I can't thank you enough. And I want to thank everyone who joined us today for this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you enjoyed the show today, I would be so grateful if you would share this podcast with someone that you feel could benefit from the value that we shared here today. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And one more thing before you go, pull out that phone. You're probably listening to the podcast on it right now. And if you are looking to build a profitable online business and need a bit of a jump start to accelerate growth, I want you to text the word profit class. That's one word, profit class to 44222 so that you can get added to the shortlist for my absolutely free brand new training that's going to help you get growing and going in your freedom-based online business. That's profit class to 44222. Thanks again to Bob for being here. Thank you everyone that joined us today. And until next time, dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. To get exclusive access to Kelly's free video and audio trainings to explode your business growth, simply visit kellyroachcoaching.com and join her email community for resources she only shares there. If you love today's episode of Unstoppable Success Radio, pass it along to a friend, colleague, or client that may benefit from the content. Until next time, dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen.